Welcome to the Once Upon a Business podcast. I'm Jamila Eckel, and I'm an introverted licensed psychologist plus success alchemist, which basically means that I create my own success in life and in my business, and I like to do it fast and do it my way. Having a business can be magical, even when you're introverted or shy. And in this podcast, I'll be explaining all the things you need to know in order to become a success alchemist, biz wizard, or pitch witch yourself. Let's sprinkle a little pixie dust on your life and biz, shall we? so let's dive in. Shyness isn't what you think it is. Can you relate to the following? I'm just shy. I'll have to live. I'll have to learn to live with that. Or I've always been a shy person. It's just the way I am. I feel like it will never go away. Is this you? I know that it surely was me for the longest period of my life. Up until the age of 25, I was the biggest wallflower existing on the planet. Or at least it felt that way for sure. Now, you have to believe me here, I'm not exaggerating. In fact, I believe I was shy ever since I could walk. Which was at a pretty young age, because I could walk before my first birthday, so yeah. <laughs> Whenever I went to the, for example, the butchery with my mom, the butcher always wanted to shove a piece of meat into my tiny little hands. And I remember feeling scared and alert, wanting to hide behind my mom's short legs, which obviously I ended up doing. I didn't want, I did want the sausage though, so there I was, a young girl, feeling torn, having to choose between feeling safe on the one hand and enjoying life on the other hand. That was a tough decision to make for a three-year-old. Obviously, though, I went for it, I moved forward swiftly, snatched a piece of meat, and then went back into hiding behind behind my mom's legs. Guess what happened next, though? My mom intervened because of her norms and values, and she decided that this action of mine wasn't the right thing to do, because I didn't thank the butcher for that piece of meat. And so she'd tell me, Jamila, that's not nice of you, say thank you. Silence. I wasn't going to move. Say thank you now or give your sausage back. Say what? So, yeah, then I get scared again. First of all, I did something wrong here, apparently. So I was like, damn, that wasn't the plan. Second, I want that sausage. It's mine now. I really want to eat it, but that big guy over there is hella scary. (laughs) She said, I'll be counting to three. Three, two... Oh no, quick, say thank you, I thought to myself. Thank you, sir. You're welcome, young lady. That's really public shaming, right? It's a thing. And maybe you can relate to this example. Maybe you've had some kind of similar experience to mine. But, um, you know, our parents have used that public shaming many times, um, subconsciously most of the time. Because they didn't know and they didn't understand the consequences, they couldn't have known either. Um, When we grew up, psychology wasn't even a thing yet. So yeah, anyways, it has shaped many of us, the public shaming part, um, both introverts and extroverts alike. Whenever us human beings experience feelings of shame, whenever we feel embarrassed or even humiliated, 
our brain tends to remember those moments particularly well, unfortunately. Our brains try to protect us as well as they can by withdrawing ourselves socially. Um, we try to prevent those embarrassing situations from happening ever again. But hey, guess what? When we withdraw, we start feeling isolated. And as we start feeling isolated, feelings of depression slowly arise. We end up running in circles because if we feel depressed, we lose our motivation to connect with people even more. And so we further isolate ourselves, adding on to those depressive feelings. The thing is though, this endless repetitive cycle once started somewhere, there has to be a point in time on your own timeline where someone implied feelings of shame onto you and you started pulling away socially or something simply happened which caused you to be embarrassed or shy. From that moment on, people might have started perceiving you as being the shy one. And you know people, they just have to point it out constantly, don't they? That calling you out on being shy thing only intensifies the shyness. Because you then start to believe that you really are shy. It becomes a part of your identity. And boy, are you screwed when that happens because you then simply give up. Right? It's just who I am. I'm, it's never going to change. The end. So if that happens and you're making it your identity, then yes, you're right. If you believe it's never going to change, then it won't. If you believe it will change though, it will and it can. Trust me. Like I said, I was the shyest person on the globe for a quarter of a century. You know, heck, in high school at age, let's say, 17, I once lost my locker key. Um, now, that happened more often because I'm a hot chaotic mess sometimes. But this time around, it was actually nowhere to be found. Usually, I find it back after a while. Um, but this time, it was gone. It was just really, it w I lost it totally. And my books were inside my locker. The school bell would soon ring. So, I had to get in there. I had to get inside my locker and get my books. Instead of walking up to the janitor who had possible access to all the lockers, I came up with this brilliant idea of calling my mom instead. I was crying like a little baby on the phone. I snickered to her. No, I cannot go see the janitor, mom. I'm too scared. What will he think of me having lost the key again? Can't you just ask him on the phone? Can I, can I, can I just pass you on the phone to him? I felt shame, I felt guilt, and it really started to eat me alive at that point. And then my mom at that point on the phone, she said something I will never forget. Jamila, I know how you feel right now, but you have to get your books out or you'll be in trouble. You're 17 years old, you need to learn these things now. So walk up to the janitor, ask him for the key and get your stuff quickly and get it over with. I felt horrible. Can you imagine? <laughs> I felt horrible. I felt betrayed by my own mother. Because mom always used to solve these things for me. So I was like, why not now? You can just tell the janitor. She left me confused at that moment and a bit angry as well. But okay, I had to solve this now. Mom wasn't going to do that. So I had to breathe. And so... I got over myself and I did it anyways. And even though I was scared as hell, 
shaking like crazy and still tearing up in no time, I did it. I saved myself that day. Yeah, I was angry at my mom at first, but later I realized that she only did it for me to help, you know, because I had to get used to get uh, to the grown-up world and, and take good care of myself because no one else was going to do it for me and fix it for me. So, But now, looking back, I am forever grateful for that moment because exactly that experience helped me start my journey of overcoming my shyness. It gave me just enough com- self-confidence to keep pushing myself and move forward. And in the years that followed, I constantly focused on getting myself outside of my comfort zone just a little bit each and every time, just far enough to keep growing. It was hard, it was a tough road, and I came across a ton of challenges, but I never once gave up. Especially when I learned during my psychology studies that shyness isn't a life sentence, because it always felt that way, right? It feels like a life sentence, but it wasn't. I learned that it's actually learned behavior. And this confirmed what I already knew and had found out myself throughout the years. That shyness cannot can actually be overcome like any other type of fear. The official definition of shyness is the tendency to feel awkward, worried, or tense during social encounters, especially with unfamiliar people. Now... We are born with a natural tendency to wanting to belong, to not be excluded, to not feel judged. And this is all very human. But as soon as we learn that certain behaviors aren't quote-unquote socially accepted or good enough, then we learn quickly that it's better to hide those pieces of ourselves and withdraw. We learn to be shy. We are not born shy, though. Shocking, right? I remember that as soon as I found this out, I sure was shocked. Okay, so now that we, we've got that on the table, what are we going to do about that shyness, you may wonder? Um, I just want to go through a few tips here. Uh, and I also wrote a blog in which there is uh, several more tips. So if you want seven tips, you can read the blog. I will just go through um, my favorite three in the podcast. So, first of all, try to find out when and how you've become shy. Um, it always has a root cause somewhere in the past. It might might have been like strict authoritative or dominant parenting of your parents. Like they had some kind of style that is a bit authoritative. Um, it could be that there's some form of trauma where you felt ridiculed or bullied even by other people or kids in your youth. It might, might also be that... For example, your your mother had any stress or severe disease or traumatic experience or injury while being pregnant with you, expecting you. It might as well have been all of the above. Really, just try to dive in deep here for yourself because if you're aware of the reason behind your shyness, you for one start to realize it's actually actually learned behavior. And more importantly, you become more aware of the fact that you can indeed do something about it and get rid of that shyness. You can gain back control over your own life. And isn't that wonderful? The second, what I really want you to know is know that you're not alone. Um, There's been many, many types of research and surveys that went out on this topic And survey results um, vary quite a lot, but always seem to report like 40 to 60% of adults feeling shy 
every now and again in their lives. So that's a lot of people, right? That's not even all the introverts. That's also a big part of extroverted people. Like I said, it stems from our human need to feel connected to other people. So it's only logical that we develop this form of like um, anxiety at some point. Um, but yeah, it's good to know that you're not alone. And um, what is it, what I like to do, this is what I personally did to get over my own... Um, yeah, so well, I had severe social anxiety as well, so it was even more than shyness. But what I did to get over the shyness and the fears is make a list of 10 social situations where you feel anxious and write the list in order. So, for example, number one being the scariest situation for you. Uh, for me, for example, that was like um, giving a live presentation, that was the scariest thing that I could imagine. And I am pretty sure, I can't even remember well, but I'm pretty sure that as a child, as a teenager, or even, even as a young adult, um, I was, I was, I think I would have laughed at you if you would have told me that like 15 years later, I would be doing Facebook lives and just random videos and podcasts and everything. Um, I'm pretty sure that, that the Jamila from back then wouldn't have believed you <laughs> so that was my number one so basically i've overcome my whole list <laughs> on my way on my way working to number one and so your number one should also be the scary situation for you um, and this is personal for everyone and then number 10 being the least scary thing that you can imagine um, but still a bit scary you know Thing, number 10 is number ten and 9 are usually the, the things that people say like, yeah, there's a little bit of tension here. I feel a little bit of anxiety, but I'm, but I'm already doing these things. So um, it's not as scary as the other things. Then if you finish your list and you've finished it uh, in order, then start practicing with the situations at the bottom of your list first. Keep practicing until you start notice, noticing a change in the severity of your anxiety. And when you feel close to no fear for this, these activities, like it doesn't have to totally diminish, um, but it should be really, really, really manageable. Then move on to the next things higher up on your list and just keep going from there. So those are the three tips. Um... And listen, I went from being super shy to pressing the go live button on Facebook really, really fast. And um, right now I do that without even flinching or feeling a thing. Like I don't even feel a, the slightest nerve when I do these things. So in fact, I even feel excited now to go live and share things with you. And I don't worry about the opinions of others any longer. Like for example, I used to be worried that if I messed up during a podcast like this or a video, um, sometimes I tend to stumble over my words, right? Because I'm Dutch and I did have an international education, but still I stumble over my words sometimes. Um, and I used to really be very, very wor worried about that. But now I don't anymore. And I just record and I do not do it over. Like I just get it done. And it's so very, very liberating. You know, it's really sort of a cliche, but it's true. Like, if if I can do it, you can do it too. 
I just know that you can do it. Um, really just don't take like five years like I did. Don't wait. Um, just ask for help from a professional. Feel free to reach out to me. I'm a psychologist. You know, I have a, I have a background in psychology and I'm a, I'm a business coach as well. So it's, it's a nice combo uh, for introverted entrepreneurs. So feel free to reach out to me and hop on a call to see if I can help you. Um, because I can definitely, definitely help with shyness too. My email address is jamila at successandbizmagic.com. And that's biz with a Z. Um, So yeah, hope to see you some other time and have a lovely day and go beat the crap out of your shyness. Okay, (laughs) bye. I'm Jamila Eckel, and this was the Once Upon a Business podcast. You can follow me on Instagram or Facebook. Curious about the online coaching I give or courses that I teach? Visit secretschool.yayforyou.new for more info. And remember, if you haven't subscribed to this podcast yet and you're loving it, what are you waiting for? Do subscribe today. Join me again in two weeks for yet another new episode. Thank you so much for listening.